Welcome to the Lang Money Hour, where smart money talks. Hosted by Beth Bershock with expert advice from Jim Lang, Pittsburgh-based CPA attorney and retirement and estate planning expert. Jim is also the author of Retire Secure, Pay Taxes Later. To find out more about his book, his practice, Lang Financial Group, and how to secure Jim as a speaker for your next event, visit his website at retiresecure.com. Now, get ready to talk smart money. We are talking smart money, and thank you for joining us this evening. I'm Beth Bershock, along with Jim Lang, CPA attorney, best-selling author of not one, but two editions of Retire Secure, Pay Taxes Later. And we have a guest with us tonight, Tom Hall, who is with Pittsburgh Brokerage, Capitus Financial. And actually, Tom is on the board of Capitus, one of the largest firms of its kind in the country, over 30 years of insurance experience. And Tom, you started the firm, what, 22 years ago? Yes. 22 years ago. And we are going to be talking about a very exciting new product in the insurance industry, but it has to do with long-term care. So I want to start, Jim and Tom, at the very basics. And Tom, if you could explain, first of all, exactly how long-term care insurance works. Well, there are various forms, but the uh, our office right now, we're calling it elder care because oftentimes uh, people think of long-term care as nursing home coverage. And today, uh, the majority of the expenses incurred are not for nursing home coverage. They're basically for home health care. People do not want to think about going to a nursing home, but they do need help to uh, in their in their home or uh, to to live on a day to day basis. And so, what happens? You're buying a policy, and this ensures that when you when you need that policy, you will have the money to cover it. Right. What what it what what it does is, is if you cannot perform two out of out of six activities of daily living. Uh, then the policy will engage. And also, if you have uh, cognitive problems, the policy will engage. And at that point, it will reimburse you for your expenses up to a certain daily limit. And uh, typically, uh, in Pennsylvania, that the average nursing home stay, and that, I'm not talking home health care, or, or right. is $228, and that's fresh off the press today. Well, oh, wow. So, that's, uh, that's brand new info. Right. And, and what time? That's at, daily. What, at, what po- <laughs> at what point in somebody's life do they typically look at getting long-term care insurance? Uh, being 50 are you, are you, myself. Are you, I don't know. I, <laughs> Did you have to I, think I, about I, that for a I second? You to, don't know how old you are? It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, go ahead. So it's typically uh, uh, once you turn the five zero, uh, you you you, you want to start you, taking you start a look. exploring. Okay. Although uh, we have had claims with people in their forties. Now, Jim, in your practice, there up until this point, and we're going to be talking about this fascinating new new product. But up until this point, a lot of times you recommend just sticking with life insurance. And can you, can you explain that? Well. I personally think that let's assume that you have uh, a couple, a husband and a wife, and let's assume that there are sufficient financial resources to pay for long-term care for both husband and wife. And I have quite a few clients who are pretty well fixed, and when it comes down to it, they could afford to self-insure. Now, many people in that situation will still feel more comfortable getting long-term care insurance, and they, they pay, obviously, a substantial premium for that. My problem with that is, and I understand that that long-term care insurance, like any other kind of insurance, like car insurance, like home 
um, homeowner's insurance. The idea of it is you hope you'll never need it, but you know you, it's there if you if you need it. But the premiums are so substantial that sometimes I think, well, really, if there's enough money for the husband and the wife for their care, then what they're really doing is insuring their estate. If that is the case, aren't they better off buying life insurance, which is a certainty? And that has tended to be my preference for people who, in that situation, may not, quote, need the long-term care insurance. To me, the real niche for people who who really need long-term care insurance and, and by the way if you're if you're pretty broke then you can't afford the premium but the the t- to me the sweet spot for long-term care insurance the way I think about it is let's say there's su- there's usually sufficient money to pay for one coverage or even if there isn't and what by one coverage you mean either life insurance or long-term no, care no oh. i'm sorry i'm long-term care for either the husband or oh, the wife. oh j- for one person okay yeah but the fear is is that all the financial resources of the couple will go to pay for the long-term care of the first person then the first person after a long-term care stay either at home or in an institution dies and then the survivor is maybe 65 70 years old or, or even older and they don't have any money left and because all the money went to pay for care. That is, to me, the greatest need for long-term care, and that's a situation where I've been more enthusiastic. Um, we'll, we'll get to the alternative that we're going to talk about tonight that I think might be a better choice for a lot of people. Now, Tom, just a minute ago, Jim said the premiums were substantial. Can we talk about that for a second? And really, how much would... Let, let's say you, ju- you mentioned the age of 55. Let's say you're 55 and in good health, and this is a yearly premium. What would you be dishing out for long-term care? Uh, well, there are quite a few riders on long-term care okay. policies, but I'll keep it very simple okay. tonight. Okay, just generally speaking. Uh, if you were to buy a policy that would provide $200 daily benefit for a five-year benefit period, which is the average policy that's being sold out there, and if you throw in a 5% compound interest benefit increase, the annual premium for a 55-year-old with a top-rated company is uh, $3,992 wow, a that, year. Wow, that is substantial. Now, now, if you take away the compound interest rider, the premium goes down to $1,144. The reason is, is if he needs long t- or she needs long-term care at age 75, that daily benefit will increase to about $600 a day. So you're covering inflation, so the potential benefit to you will be over a million dollars if you need long-term care at age 75. Now, that number you mentioned, though, is a yearly premium. Yes. So let's just go with the figure you tossed out, the $3,900. So let's say you're 55, you get in on this premium. You could potentially pay that for 20, 25 years, and if you never used it in the end, that money is just gone. Correct. If, if, you, if, if, you're, you, if you have the genes that I have. right. I'm dying in my boots. <laughs> but but potentially and that and that I think is Jim what you're saying your objection was is that if you if you have the financial means then this money may be better spent somewhere else. And and the other problem is even if you're willing to dish out the 3992 this is not a fixed in stone premium. In fact, I think very recently um, many people got a notice that says, guess what, your premiums are going to go up by 18%. Actually, I have a question on that. This comes from Bob and Carol. We had sent out an e-blast earlier today, and they emailed 
and this was what this actually happened to them and they have no idea what what to do i i want to i want to give the phone number too if you have to uh, if you'd like to call in a question it's 412-333-9385 but what happened to bob and carol they said that they bought long-term coverage 10 years ago and they got in early to get the low premium they thought and they just received a notice that they are going to have an 18 percent premium increase which is huge how can you first of all tom how can you how can a, a premium increase jump that high well what 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 they did they submitted to the state how their claims were going with that particular book of business and class of business and they got the state to agree to a premium increase to cover their claims so when you buy a long-term care policy you always have the risk that the premiums could increase and in this case with several of our carriers because we got the same notice and we've been dealing with this for the last couple of days they they got an increase of 18 percent and they not only did it for one company they did it for a couple companies the state did and so if if bob and carol want to keep this policy there's no other choice but to pay the 18 percent increase or eliminate a rider or two okay so really they're they're kind of stuck um, and I have another question before we get to the solution that you guys are, are really excited about. But this one comes from uh, Howard and Pam. And their question is, and th- this really is a good question. Pam said she always wonders about the longevity of the company offering the insurance. And I think that's on a lot of people's minds recently. She's 56 years old. This is just the age you were talking about. She's thinking about long-term care coverage. But she said, can I trust my premiums not to get swallowed up in a black hole of bankruptcy? What should I, what what, what would protect me if that would happen? Uh, That's a great and timely question because there are several companies out there who are experiencing problems now. There was one major company in the state of Pennsylvania that just recently went into rehabilitation. They're not insolvent. They haven't been declared. And so the state, uh, in the beginning of the year today, uh, this year, increased the limit on the state guarantee fund in the state of Pennsylvania to $300,000. Now, now, Tom, is that for life insurance, long-term care, or either? That's for life insurance. Okay. I mean, and long-term care. I'm sorry. Right, you're, so yeah. it's for both. You would be covered if you if you had both. Yes. Okay, so if Pam did buy long-term care insurance and then the company 10 years down the road has to fold, she would be covered under the state of Pennsylvania. Right. They would come in, administer claims, and pay up to $300,000. Now, that's very, very important. I uh, met with an 86-year-old who, who uh, got the notice on the, insol- not the, the rehabilitation, and she's totally concerned, and she should be. I've been paying all these years. Now what am I going to do? And at, at this point, our advice is to keep the policy because the state of Pennsylvania, under the state guaranteed guarantee fund, will cover her for up to $300,000 no matter what happens to the company. And to me, that's huge. And, it, and it's also a comfort to her. And it's also a comfort to people that are just thinking about this now that don't have this coverage. Yes. I would think it would be. You, you keep saying the state of Pennsylvania. Is it different from state to state? Every state, uh, as you know, the regulatory uh, system is state by state. And each state has their own limit. And what's very interesting is there are three states where the limit is $500,000, Connecticut, Utah, and Nebraska. And there's several states where the limit's only $100,000. 
The National Association of Insurance Commissioners have a, a guideline, and the state of Pennsylvania adopted that guideline, and basically what it is th- is $300,000 per person. But if you move to Connecticut and you're a resident of Connecticut, it can be 500000 Really? Oh, if you like Connecticut. <laughs> if you like, what was the other or state? Utah. Nebraska. Maybe, yeah. I'm, I'm going to skip that yeah. one. Let's, let's skip Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> 412-333-9385. So that is the general idea on how long-term care insurance is working or has worked up to this point. You're paying this premium. If you never use it, bye-bye. The money is gone. But there's something that's relatively new and first of all, is there a term for this new type of policy? Well, it is a uh, there's a rider that you can put on ex- in a life insurance policy, okay. and there are three or four companies that are offering it right now. Okay. And they have different names, but uh, the one company that we've been doing the majority of our business with calls it a life care rider, uh, and, and, and how, it's and basically a long term care rider. So, so you're going to get, but, but. It gives you, essentially, benefits of both. What it is is, is it, it has the same definitions for the collection of the, of the money that you would need to cover your long-term care expenses. Okay. But it, uh, it, it, cover, it takes a percentage of the death benefit every month to, to do that, and it's an accelerated uh, death benefit option. So basically, you're accelerating the payment of your death benefit early if you qualify up to the face amount of the policy. And this is you're paying one premium? You're paying an annual premium. It's fixed. It's guaranteed. It, that, that that premium is going to stay at that rate? And that, that that premium is going to stay at that rate. Now, I know Jim has actually been doing a lot of research on this recently, and you were getting kind of excited about this product for a variety of reasons. Yeah, first first let me, um, let's say, put it put in a different way what, what how, how the, the policy works. So let's say for discussion's sake you buy a two or three hundred thousand dollar policy, which is a life insurance policy. But during your lifetime you need care. So let's say during your lifetime you ne- you you have this two hundred thousand dollar, th- let's say three hundred thousand dollar life insurance policy. But during your lifetime you need care. Of, you know you qualify because of the two two out of six six or seven conditions. You know like toileting and dressing yourself, etc. Um, so you need care. What you can do is you can go to the insurance company and say, hey, look, I, I already paid this life insurance p- policy. I'm interested in getting reimbursed for my long-term care coverage. And the insurance company says, okay. And let's just say for discussion's sake that you need $200,000 of care during your lifetime from the time that you buy the policy until the time that you die. Fine. You're covered. It'll be there. there that isn't the problem. Now, how the company in effect makes up for it, is when you die, rather than you getting a check for $300,000, which was the face amount of the life insurance policy, you only get a check for $100,000 because they already spent $200,000 for your care. So the way it works is instead of wasting the premium, or I shouldn't say wasting, but instead of spending money on a premium that may or may not bring you anything back for the family, this is something that will guarantee money comes back to the family. And if you don't need the care, great. You get the life insurance um, face value when you die. But if you need the policy while you're alive, you get whatever the, the terms of the policy allow um, for your care. And then what will happen is it will reduce the amount 
of your death benefit. Now, in the example that you just used, you said $300,000 is the death benefit, and then you, you would use, let's say, $200,000 in care. What if you needed more care than that? What if you needed $400,000 in care? Well, then, then the policy would pay 300000 and you'd have to go into your own pocket for 100000 Okay, so it only pays up to the amount of your coverage. That's correct. Okay. Is but But... So when you're planning that, Tom, when you're planning the policy, you need to figure out what you potentially may use. Is that how you would put the policy together? Well, that, that's a hard thing to determine what you're going to use. I mean, uh, some uh, as being a male, our statistics statistics are a lot less than a female. Females, and uh, when they go to a nursing home or whatever, end up living a lot longer than males. But you have to take a look at averages and, and come up with a reasonable estimate of what you feel you would need. And what we're doing in our office, uh, for example, people who have our IRAs and are dependent upon the income in the IRA, we're looking at these life insurance policies as a protection mechanism. Number one, when you take out the long-term care benefit on a monthly basis from this policy, it's tax-free. If you, if you need long-term care and you have to go to your IRA, it's going to be taxable. The other thing is at death, uh, I know Jim uses these uh, uh, cascading beneficiaries, but but at at death (laughs) it can be used to help pay estate taxes if you if you end up not needing long-term care or a portion, you know what I mean, a portion of the death benefit. So I think that's a key, too, that you're taking this money out tax-free. Right. On the other hand, you actually bring up a good point, Beth, and there is a legitimate, I mean, I know that there are some purists out there and some purists who, who probably represent long-term care policies and sell long-term care, and they're tearing their hair, hair out right now, ready to lynch Tom and me. <laughs> and, and their argument is, wait, no, you should have comprehensive long-term care, you know, lifetime, guaranteed, with all the riders, and what you're really talking about is incomplete coverage. And they're right. This is incomplete coverage. The The answer to that is people who don't, want to spend all that money for complete coverage for long-term care. So this is not really, in a way, it's a competitor to long-term care product, but it's not trying to replace the same thing with less cost. It's a different idea. It's less than full coverage, like like you said, if, if it's a $300,000 death benefit and you need $400,000 of care, you have to go into your own pocket for $100,000. But I think that some of the benefits of not worrying about if you never need it and then all those premiums um, just going to the insurance company and your family get nothing um, is a pretty powerful inducement to to make this very interesting. Tom, would you answer that objection the same way? The people that say, no, this really, guys, you really should just have long-term care. We have a a specialist in our office, and I asked her that question before I came out, and I've, I've given it a lot of thought. We, uh, our office, we do 50-50. It depends on the client. It depends on, on the needs of the client, and we explain both options. Some people want to make sure that no matter what, 100% of their uh, of what they incur in expenses are covered by long-term care. Right. And they'll go out and they'll pay whatever it takes to guarantee that. They may not feel they need a death benefit. Maybe they don't have, uh, maybe they feel that they've taken care of their kids sufficiently already. I don't want an estate. I just want to make sure my, um, I don't have to go to med- Medicaid or be uh, asking my kids for money. And in that case, yeah, we do sell the individual quite a, f- a few policies on the individual long-term care basis. 
But this is a hybrid. This is for the skeptic. This is for the person who, who feels that he doesn't want to go there. But it, it'll give and doesn't want to throw his money away if he dies in his boots. Right. So it gives, it gives you really the options of both. Right. It gives you a, a good rate of return on the money that you put in at average mortality. And Jim can explain. He's better at explaining that than I am. <laughs> that, that's the part that really surprised me because, because I figured, well, before I get on the radio and talk about this product, I better do some research and see some of the objections. And some of the objections early is, hey, this really isn't a good deal. This isn't really a good economic deal. And, yeah, it sounds great. You pay, the, you pay a, a, a lower premium than you would for long-term care, and you, you have a, a death benefit if you never need it. And it sounds very enticing, but when you re really look at the numbers behind it, it's really not so good. So I actually did look at the numbers behind it, and the numbers were pretty darn favorable. And, and, and Tom did a, a beautiful matrix um, showing the, the cost of, of just long-term care, showing the cost of life insurance, showing the cost of this combination product and you're really not paying an awful lot more for this option in the in the big scheme of things and the rate of return is certainly a lot better than we've had in the last 10 years i actually want to talk we need to take a quick break but I, when we come back can we talk about that difference the difference in cost sure all right we're going to talk about the difference in that cost we are with jim lang and tom hall from capitus financial pittsburgh brokerage we are talking smart money it's the lang money hour where smart money talks the Lang Money Hour, where smart money talks, featuring the expert advice of Pittsburgh-based CPA attorney Jim Lang. More coming up on KQVAM 1410. One of the problems with traditional long-term care insurance is that you may end up paying a lot of money in premiums and never need the care. One of the problems with traditional life insurance is you may need some of the money you're paying in premiums for long-term care. Well, now there's a new type of insurance policy that covers you for both long-term care and for life insurance. It combines the best features of both. If you ever need long-term care, you're covered up to the face value of the policy. If you never need long-term care, your family will still get the entire insurance payout when you die. Plus, all the benefits of either the long-term care payout or the life insurance are income tax-free. Best-selling author Jim Lang believes that this could be the long-term planning solution for many families. Find out more about this exciting new alternative by calling Jim for a free evaluation. Jim is a CPA, attorney, and licensed insurance provider in Pennsylvania. Let Jim assess your needs and recommend a course of action. Call toll-free 800-387-1129 one simple plan could guarantee your family peace of mind. Call Jim Lang's office toll-free, 800-387-1129 for a free assessment of your insurance needs. 800-387-1129. The Lang Money Hour continues on KQV AM 1410. For all of your financial needs, turn to Lang Financial Group in Squirrel Hill, 412-521-2732. Let's talk more smart money. Thank you for joining us this evening. I'm Beth Bershock, along with Jim Lang and Tom Hall. Tom, thank you so much for taking the time to join us in the studio tonight. Tom Hall of Pittsburgh Brokerage Capitus Financial. We are talking about a hybrid product that combines long-term care insurance with life insurance, giving you some benefits of both. We had a couple of email questions, and I want to open the studio line. So if you have a question for either one of these guys, 
guys. 412-333-9385. We're happy to take your questions here for the next half an hour. 412-333-9385. And before we get back to this hybrid product, I want I want to quick note, stick around until the end of the hour. We wrap up right around 8 o'clock because Jim is going to make a very, very special offer at the end of the hour for what we're calling a financial physical. This is very, very cool. It's very thorough, and it's only for the first few people, so you're going to want to stick around to find out how to get in on this at the end of the hour. Okay, the product that we're talking about combines long-term care coverage with life insurance coverage. And right before we took the break, Jim, you were mentioning that the rider on the life insurance policy that gives you this long-term care coverage is really not that big of a bump because we were talking about long-term care coverage could cost you several thousand dollars a year. Let's look at some actual figures. Well, I've actually done that. And to me, it looks like that you're paying, depending on your age, you're paying maybe an extra 7 to 10% over and above the cost of just plain old life insurance without the rider. So, and, and the rates of return on life insurance, I think, are excellent. So even if you're paying just a little bit more and you have the option for long-term care, it sounds like a good deal to me. Maybe Tom has a, 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 another uh, way of looking uh, at I'll it. I'll make it personal. Uh, I'm 55 years old. Um, and I, I have kids, and I want to make sure that they're taken care of. And I have a certain amount of money I want to know that's guaranteed no matter what happens. For your kids. For my kids. So I go out, and I can I, I get an exam, and I try to get the best rate I can, which may be hard. But let's say I get a preferred rate with this insurance company, and I want $250,000 of coverage. So my premium is... Uh, Three thousand eighteen dollars a year. Three thousand eighteen. Okay. Now this is this is Pay, for life insurance. Payable forever. Now. Okay. Right. right. It's guaranteed by the company, no right. matter what happens. Right. If I pay that premium, it's totally guaranteed by the contract. Okay. So I live. I died. I make it to age. I, I, there's a miracle. <laughs> I make it to, to average mortality, age eighty-two. Okay. okay. <laughs> now my rate of return on that premium. If I were to go out on my own and get a tax-free investment, what would I have to earn on that $3,000? I'd have to earn about 7% tax-free Okay. at age 82, and I'm happy to make it. <laughs> but if I Everybody's live, happy that you make it to age 82. <laughs> if I live longer, my rate of return uh, goes down, but I'm happy that my rate of return goes down because right. I'm living. Right. But that's not a bad rate of return, and it's guaranteed by the insurance company. Now, if I take it one step further, I'm also somebody that thinks I'm going to die in my boots. And I say, well, what happens if I don't? And what happens if I do need long, long-term care or home health care? I don't want to go to a nursing home. I need help to live. I want something there that I can get to tax-free, and I don't want to go into my retirement plan. Okay. Because I'm paying. You're paying taxes. And who knows what the taxes are going to be 10 years from now. Or 20 years from now. I don't think they're going to be less. They're, they're not going to be less. <laughs> so I say to, to, to my insurance person that I want protection. So my premium, if I want a 2% long-term care rider, goes from $3,018 a year to $3,251 Okay, a year. so it's not a huge bump. But all that means to me is that if I need the help, I can go into that policy for up to $250,000 before right. I die. 
and and pull out benefits to help me out. Now my kids don't want me to go to the nursing home. Then they don't they don't they, <laughs> they want me down to my boots. But my death benefit will be re, will, will be reduced if I should need it. And and to me that's a that and my rate of return by the way if I make it to age eighty two will go down to about six percent because I'm only paying seven percent more premium. And to me it's worth it to do this. It gives me a sense of uh, assurance. Sure. And and if you do have to take it out, we mentioned this before, which is a very interesting twist on this. It's it's tax free, so you're taking it out tax free as opposed to if you have to dip in to your retirement funds where you would have to be paying the taxes. Right. On that. I have a choice. I don't have to dip into the policy, but I think I would be very foolish to use this versus a taxable asset. And uh, and and that and that's my big thing. I like to preserve IRAs, and here it comes. Here it comes. Roth, Roth IRAs. IRAs. <laughs> if you have IRAs and Roth IRAs, the last thing that you're going to want to do is to go into that and either pay the tax on the IRA distribution or lose your income tax-free growth asset, the Roth IRA. It would be much better to take it out of a policy that the only downside, really, is that your death benefit will be reduced. If you have an insurance question here, 412-333-9385. I have a question on just a policy in general. Tom, If you let, let's say you've been, you're just hearing about this tonight, and say somebody has a policy with you and it's a life insurance policy, and they, they thought, wow, this sounds just great, this hybrid policy. Can they just put a rider on the policy they already have, or is this an entirely different policy you have to set up? It, it, it's an entirely different policy, and, okay. uh, but we do do a lot of insurance reviews. And what's happening today is the insurance rates have come down significantly because people are living longer and longer. And when, when we do the review, I mean, people who, who turn my age or at 65, they have existing life insurance, and the need for that insurance sometimes has been diminished. And they're wondering why they have it and all, all those things. But one of the, what this policy could do is you could do what they call a 1035 exchange into this type of policy if, if it makes sense, only if it makes sense. Have the death benefit, but at the same time have the ability to dip into the death benefit for long-term care needs. So one of the questions we do when we do our, our uh, review and, and, and collect the data. And this, do you is, do a yearly review with your clients or? Typically, typically, we we uh, I mean the I have a brokerage agency. Oh, typically, right, right. the agents that we work with do. Oh, okay, do right. The they do the reviews. Okay, all right. So you you would have to get a whole new policy put together for this if 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 this was in, of interest to you. It, could you be turned down for this particular policy? That's a very good question. The answer obviously is yes. Yes, you could. But but it's it's interesting when you underwrite. Life insurance, it's underwritten totally different than long-term care. If you have um, osteoarthritis or, or something that will cause you not to live, you know, perform your daily uh, acti activities of daily living, then, then of course, it's, it's going to be very hard to get a long-term care policy, traditional long-term care with all the bells and whistles. But if you, you could go out and buy a life insurance policy with a long-term care rider if your arthritis isn't that severe and be able to qualify for life insurance with the rider and not qualify for the long-term care. So, and, and it can work the other way, too. With heart disease, you may qualify for long-term care, but you may not qualify for the life insurance. So this may also be a product that would be good for people who would be turned down for long-term care. 
It could be, it could but be. I don't want to say be. that. Right. Yeah, I, I, every it, it, every, every situation is different. Every situation yeah. would be different. Uh, is there any other any other piece of this that that we should let listeners know? Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm going to throw in another okay. two cents. There's different types of long-term care policies and even different variations of this combination policy. And I personally prefer the type of policy that doesn't question what your expenses are. They don't require you to have receipts from a proper nursing home or a proper even um, nurse nursing facility that, that sends people to your home. They just will give you um, the amount that, that you say that, that is, is needed for care. And I think that that's a big difference because the best care that I have seen is actually, and I'm gonna get myself in trouble from some of the agencies now, but the best care that I have personally seen is not from some of the agencies that send a nurse out to your house, but more often even just the neighborhood lady um, that lives down the street, um, a relative, whether it be a spouse or a child, although I know that there's special rules for that, um, or, or even somebody who doesn't necessarily have medical training because most of the care is just basically bathing, dressing, feeding, that type of thing. I know, for example, I had a client, really sweet little old woman who lived in Saxonburg, and her children were very concerned because they lived in, in California, and there was no way that woman wanted to go into any kind of nursing home or a facility. She had all her friends in Saxonburg, and everybody was very nice to she, her. She wants to stay where she's comfortable. She, she wanted to stay where she was comfortable, and she paid the neighbor lady um, who came in, and I used to bicycle from Fox Chapel, and every time I did, I would stop at her home, and I always asked for something to eat, and I looked at the refrigerator. You, what, you asked her for something <laughs> to eat? I, I, I did, <laughs> because I, w I wanted to make sure that, the that there was food in the oh, refrigerator. Oh, I was, get it. It was good food. Okay. The refrigerator was clean. I always asked to go to the bathroom, and that way I could report back to her children, yes, the bathroom's clean. It had fresh food, fresh fruit. The, the, everything was in order, and that was the best care that I've seen. So I would prefer a policy that you don't have to show a nursing care um, receipt. You don't have to be institutionalized. Home care, and it's up to you how you disperse the money so for the care. So if we're in this long-term care, we, let's say we have long-term care insurance, you're saying that some policies make you give the receipt to be reimbursed. Is that what's happening? There, uh, there are two types of plans. There's okay. the reimbursement plan, and okay. under the reimbursement plan, you have to show the receipts that you paid it. Okay, you, you pay it up front. Uh, right, well, that you paid paid it and you give the insurance company the receipts and they give you the money. Exactly, or okay. if you have them administer the, the claim, so to speak, they will pay the, the vendor or, who, or the agency directly. But they want to make make sure that, and Jim has a good point, that, that that money has been expended. But the other type of plan is the indemnity plan. And under that plan, and that's a plan that Jim likes, they will actually... Uh, as long as you prove that you can't perform two out of six activities of daily living or you, there's a, me, a, me, a mental issue, uh, they will pay whatever the monthly benefit is no matter what. So, uh, I, so, I, so you're getting yeah. a monthly benefit in, in this kind of a policy, and then you do what you need to do Right. With it. You get the check, and if you have a niece who really need you, you love and, and is willing to come in and take care of you, you can take part of that check and give it to her, even though she's not qualified under any agency. 
Right. In the other example, you need to be qualified under an agency. Correct. Okay. So now, with this rider that we're talking about, this life insurance with this long-term care rider, are those also the two options? Well, c- carriers, uh, typically, there are two, a couple car- carriers are the predominant in the marketplace. One is indemnity and the other one's reimbursement. Okay. So, Jim, you're recommending the policy where you just get a monthly payout. I, I like the indemnity, but of course, you know, it, it's possible that the that the company that offers the indemnity plan will turn you down and th- or that you'll get a better rate. So I'm not going to just be 100% strict no matter what, but I will say in general, I would just like to have the money come from the insurance company and let the client expend it in the way that they think is appropriate. Is there any kind of price difference between those policies? There's price, uh, slight price differences and also underwriting uh, differences. One company may be a little bit more aggressive than the other one. And then when we underwrite it, maybe we'll submit it to both carriers. One company may come in at, at a rating, the other one's standard. And then at that point, you say, well, for the difference in the premium, you, you should go with the reimbursement. Or if you don't like that approach, then, you know, don't, you know, it's your decision what you want to do type of thing. And, and, and Tom brought up a very good point, and this is one of the reasons why, it, in my opinion, it makes sense to work with a broker. Um, if Whether it's life insurance or long-term care or um, second-to-die life insurance, um, and I've been working with Tom for many years on this, and what Tom's office does is they will go out and shop the policy. So, I mean, I think he's licensed with, what, what 200 companies or some phenomenal number of companies. Off the top of his head... Tom doesn't know himself. <laughs> Off the top of his head, he'll probably know the top maybe five or eight that will most likely be the most competitive and the soundest. He will get quotes from all of them. And a lot of, and sometimes what happens is these underwriters, you think that this this really sophisticated process, computer driven, that they can that all eight companies are gonna come up with the exact same quote and the exact same health rating. And that's not what mm-hmm. our experience has been. There have been huge variations and since you only need to get a good rating from one company, you don't need seven out of eight. All you need is one out of eight. Um, I've seen Tom save people a ton of money by by doing this shopping around. Tom, seriously, you've been you, you've been in this business for over thirty years. How wide is the variance? Because uh, it, it's it, substantial. Really? I, mean, it, I mean, we had one hundred percent. A hundred percent. Well, we had, we had one. That, and now, this was a big policy, but the difference was fifty thousand dollars a year. You're kidding! For, for five years. So, that, now that that was on a that was on a big policy, but and and, and the person was they were prepared to pay her the higher amount. And Tom and I kept saying, "Wait, wait, wait." <laughs> well, the, the, the problem is, it, it sometimes it takes a little bit longer the underwriting process, but. It's definitely worth the wait because we our goal is to give the best value we can, and we get a we get a charge out of doing whatever's whatever we can do that's best for the client and do be, and for the broker. The, the, the client was so anxious; they said, "Okay, well, maybe the the other policy will come in a thousand or two thousand dollars less. That's okay. We don't care. We really want it right now." And Tom and I are saying, "No, no, you have to wait." And they're like, "We we really want it. No, no, you have to wait." And anyway, now they're a pretty happy camper. And actually, oh, yeah, I would imagine. Well, well <laughs> yeah. actually, the woman just came to to one of my workshops and she said, "Boy, thank you so much. You know, I'm just so happy that that, that we did that." Oh, oh, I want to share that. Oh, real quick, you just mentioned workshops. We do have another one planned for August 29th. We we don't have one in July, but we have one coming up in August 29th. So just make a little note on that. We'll be back in action on August 29th. It's a Saturday. We'll have we'll tell you all the details as we get closer. But you can also get them on our website, which is www 
www.retiresecure.com. I should let Tom give his website, too. Uh, I'm sure, Tom. Uh, it's www.capitasfinancial. That's C-A-P-I-T-A-S financial.com. 412-333-9385 if you have a question for these two. Now, this hybrid product, Tom, since you're, since you're, you're dealing with so many companies, this hybrid product that we've been talking about that combines the life insurance and long-term care, is everyone offering this or just a select few? Just a select few. So this is not a product. Let, let's say you just went to an individual agent somewhere. They may not have this product available. It's right. possible. Uh, correct. It's yes. possible. Mm-hmm. So let's say you wanted this product. You're hearing the show tonight and you're thinking, wow, I really, this is probably the right move for me. You should talk to your your agent or your broker and say, look, this is what I want. We were, I'm hearing about this hybrid product. Can you get it for me? And and they should be able to. They should. I mean, it, it's kind of a specialty product, and you have to be uh, fully aware of how it works. And because and, to be uh, honest, I just heard about this when when Jim started really to research it, which was relatively recently. I, I had never heard of it. it it's it, it's exciting, and I think the more people who learn about it, uh, the more the, the more we're we're probably it went from. 20% into this product and 80% into traditional long-term care. And right now, this product, we're probably uh, doing more of these type of policies than uh, traditional long-term care. Now, that's not at all telling people that they shouldn't consider traditional long-term care. In a lot of cases, it makes sense. And the, and the, the, and we in no way are recommending that, but you should get a qualified broker who's able to explain both. Jim, is there an instance in your own practice where you would say, yeah, this person is definitely a candidate for just long-term care? Um, yeah, I think there is. And, and the other thing is, and, and, and my big thing is, to me, all these things work together. So, for example, issues like in long-term care insurance, life insurance, Roth IRA conversions, what kind of wills you're doing, even what kind of investments. To me, it's very hard to look at all those individually. You know, to me, it's kind of like almost going to a doctor and saying, say, doctor, um, I have a problem with my right arm, but I want you to ignore the rest of my body. <laughs> and, and the doctor's saying, well, geez. And, and, and maybe, maybe sometimes, you know, um, people have specific training um, for one particular area. I, I know to me, you know, whether you want to call it a holistic approach or, or whatever words you want to use, I like to really look at the entire picture because a lot of times it, – to me, for example, it would be impossible to give anybody advice on traditional insurance, long-term care insurance, life insurance, um, without seeing their tax return, without seeing a list of assets, without getting an idea of how much money they want to spend, without knowing their family situation. It, it, well, it, it, all, it all really does all tie together. It, it, it really does, and that, that's, that's why um, sometimes it, it helps to go to an advisor who really has some expertise in all these areas rather than just going to somebody – and, for example, I, I have people who I would love to see get this policy, but frankly, they just can't afford it. You know, they, they, they have to just take, take a chance. And then there's other people who, that it would not be appropriate for. So you, you really do need, I think, an appropriate 
um, professional that can look at the whole pr- picture and to comprehensive. Make a good rec- yeah, to make a recommendation. And, and in fact, in less than 15 minutes, we are going to make an offer for a comprehensive physical. Basically, it's a financial physical. We'll be telling you more about that coming up. So stick around to the end of the hour because this will be available for just a few people at the end of the hour. It is the Lang Money Hour where smart money talks. The Lang Money Hour where smart money talks, featuring the expert advice of Pittsburgh-based CPA attorney Jim Lang. More coming up on KQVAM 1410. One of the problems with traditional long-term care insurance is that you may end up paying a lot of money in premiums and never need the care. One of the problems with traditional life insurance is you may need some of the money you're paying in premiums for long-term care. Well, now there's a new type of insurance policy that covers you for both long-term care and for life insurance. It combines the best features of both. If you ever need long-term care, you're covered up to the face value of the policy. If you never need long-term care, your family will still get the entire insurance payout when you die. Plus, all the benefits of either the long-term care payout or the life insurance are income tax-free. Best-selling author Jim Lang believes that this could be the long-term planning solution for many families. Find out more about this exciting new alternative by calling Jim for a free evaluation. Jim is a CPA, attorney, and licensed insurance provider in Pennsylvania. Let Jim assess your needs and recommend a course of action. Call toll-free 800-387-1129 One simple plan could guarantee your family peace of mind. Call Jim Lang's office toll-free, 800-387-1129 for a free assessment of your insurance needs. 800-387-1129. The Lang Money Hour continues on KQV AM 1410. For all of your financial needs, turn to Lang Financial Group in Squirrel Hill, 412-521-2732. Let's talk more smart money. Talking smart money, and we're taking a look at some insurance products tonight. I'm Beth Burshock along with Jim Lang and our special guest in the studio tonight, Tom Hall of Pittsburgh Brokerage Capitus Financial. We've been talking most of the hour about a hybrid product that combines life insurance and long-term care insurance, and it's essentially the way you two described it. It's a life insurance policy with this long-term rider. But how long have you guys been working together, Tom and Jim? I'm How long have you known? It's been so long, I can't remember. (laughs) It's all blending together, isn't it, Tom? Well, I am sure that you have seen this in Jim's book, Retire Secure, Pay Taxes Later. He is a big proponent of using life insurance as part of your whole retirement planning. And one of the things, Jim, that you like to to use is second-to-die life insurance. It's in the book. Can you explain exactly how that works? Yeah. Now, this is going to be for people who who have enough money to take care of each other and have money left over. And let's say that you have a situation where a husband and wife, either because of a pension or because they're substantial investment af- assets, have enough, have enough money and actually more than enough money to take care of themselves, and they are interested in preserving money for their children and grandchildren. And um, again, I'll, I'll, I'll save a discussion of Roth IRA conversions for another day because I, I, <laughs> like, I like to do that, too. But we have never had a show. The Lang <laughs> Money Hour where Smart Money Talks, there has never been a show where we have not mentioned Roth IRA conversions. Well, one of the nice things about Roth IRA conversions is it's, it, it doesn't cost you purchasing power. It will actually build purchasing power. But let's say that you, have, that you are interested in preserving wealth for the next generation or even the next two generations. 
one of the products that um, that I am a fan of, and I've actually been a fan of this, you know, since I, I gave talks on this in since 1986, way before I was ever licensed to to sell life insurance. So I've I've always believed in this product, but this particular product, um, you pay a premium um, every year between the time that you bar- purchase the premium and until not only just you die, but you and your spouse die. And the policy doesn't pay until you're both gone. And assuming it's set up right, it will be income tax-free, it will be estate tax-free, it will be inheritance tax-free. And the numbers that I've run on it are so favorable um, that a lot of times, even using a 7% rate of return, um, tax-free, that the break-even point is you have to live until about age 98 in order for this policy not to pay. So I think it's one terrific method of transferring money to the next generation. One other thing, the one other caveat, though, that I would say is as exciting as this, this second-to-die policy is, and th- this is where Tom has actually saved people a lot of money, um, having different quotes from different companies, but I, uh, I don't want it to be such a big percentage of your gifting budget because that's ultimately what it is. It's a variation of a gift. I do believe in 529 plans, which is um, giving money for the education of your typically grandchildren. I also believe in just making regular plain old gifts to your kids. Here's $12,000, here's $13,000. But I also believe that the second to die life insurance policy is a wonderful way to transfer wealth. And and is is Tom, is that something that you see a lot of in your practice? Yes, we do. And uh, it's, uh, as you know, our, uh, the financial times right now are, are pretty turbulent. Sure. And uh, we're seeing more and more insurance reviews because uh, companies are uh, having issues from a financial standpoint for various reasons. And we haven't seen too many rate increases because, as I mentioned early, pe- earlier, people are living longer and longer. But we are starting to see that in the term insurance area. And also in the second-to-die area where premiums and death benefits were guaranteed, we're seeing companies take those guarantees off. Are you are you kidding? So you, what you're saying is you could have purchased a policy some time ago? No, once you oh, purchase it, you you have purchase it's it, contractual. It's, oh, okay. Okay, yeah, so, so that's not going to change. They, they're taking out the contractual guarantees. And, and So if uh, you purchase them now, that would be the case? Well... Some companies, obviously, okay. we're not going to those companies if that indeed is an important consideration, which the majority well, of the time I would it say is. Sure. Yes. Yeah. And, and the other thing that I will say, working with Tom, is that the types of policies that both Tom and I like are a hundred percent guarantee, no wiggle room, no. You get a letter seven years from now saying, "Oh, geez, our the investment didn't do as well as we thought. You're going to have to pay premiums for." six more years than we anticipated this is a guaranteed product you pay the premium and you and your spouse die they get the death benefit and right now the people that we have sold this to are pretty darn happy because rather than watching their money go down by 30 or 40 percent um they they know the family has guaranteed this amount for them after their and that's something you could split between your heirs Correct. I mean, with the market being what it is, people are now looking to life insurance as a way to get back the investments that they had a year ago. And they, and we're actually seeing people take some of their dividends to buy uh, second-to-die life insurance to equal what the investment was worth last year to, so they know they can, they're going to leave that much 
to their heirs. And it's, it's, uh, we've never seen times like this before. And uh, as you know, the estate tax thing is kind of up in the air. And th t this, is a per uh, this is a perfect time for a review, and, and people's income have, has gone down. So, so people are using it a little bit differently now. The they're, they're, right, they're using right, it more the, as a guaranteed payout for their heirs. It's that something that you can put away and not worry about like everything else today. And, and the other thing that we, we do, and again, we're, we combine different strategies, is if we have a second-to-die policy that is go go going to go to the children, and one of the ideas is that means the kids won't have to go into the IRAs or the Roth IRAs to, for their income because they're going to have this after-tax dollars that can leave more money tax-deferred or, in the case of the Roth, tax-free. And sometimes what we're doing is we're disclaiming money to grandchildren so we're getting Roth IRAs and Roth, Roth IRA conversions eventually going to grandchildren. So we're, ha we're having literally 70, 80 years of income tax-free growth, but the children are still provided for with the second-to-die life insurance. Right. So, so you're, so, you're so kind everybody of getting... Is, everybody yeah, is covered. By, by cutting the pie wisely, you actually make a much bigger pie. So it's a strategy for passing money on to your heirs. And I know, Jim, that you also use insurance as a way to protect your retirement assets so that let's say you left a, an IRA to uh, your children this would cover say taxes I, if you had a life insurance policy they could cover the taxes on that without having to take it out of their inheritance and, and not only children but I mean that one of our first shows Ed Slot came on and he talked about how income taxes are likely to go up and I think he's right right and Ed actually was a proponent of actually having life insurance on the IRA owner and that way the surviving right. spouse could have after-tax dollars um, from the proceeds of the life insurance and could preserve the IRA and not have to go into it. Right. Maybe they keep it for their lifetime. Maybe they say, well, I don't need a certain portion and it can go to children or grandchildren after the first death. But the idea of creating a pool of tax-free of tax -free dollars is, is very powerful, and Ed, Ed's, a, Ed's a big proponent of it. I have a great idea. You could use it to convert to an, a Roth IRA. <laughs> there you go. I had to say that. <laughs> he, had um, to say he, that. <laughs> <laughs> he felt compelled to bring up Roth IRA. Again, right? Actually, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> See, he has read. He's read every, every word of your book. The book, by the way, is called Retire, Secure, Pay Taxes Later. And if you, are, if you don't have a copy, by the way, please go to our website, which is www.retire.com secure.com and there's a link you can just click on the link and you can purchase that book now we, we actually only have a few minutes left so i, I want to take uh, a minute to thank tom Th thank you so much for joining us tonight with all of these different strategies what it really sounds like is that you need a good review periodically because there are some new products the economy has certainly changed in the past couple yeah, of years and, and, and i have to mention another thing too uh, a lot of people have invested in variable annuities and that market's kind of in a state of turmoil right now, and there's so many options that get complicated, and uh, life insurance can be an effective method of managing that. And uh, I just w I just wanted to mention it because it seems to be a topic that uh, warrants uh, a thorough review of knowing what's going on with those. 
as the market has come down, there's some contractual guarantees that are in the policy, but there are a lot of different options. So you really should have a review. And please give your website again, Tom. www.capitasfinancial.com. Okay, we were, we were talking about a financial physical earlier. And this is the offer that we're going to make, and this is really incredible. So I'm just going to suggest that you grab the phone and get ready to call the number that I'm going to give. Because Jim is offering what he's calling a financial physical to the first five people that call in and request this. This is extremely thorough. I'm going to go through the details in a moment. But, Jim, are you also going to offer this to the Sunday listeners? Yes. So we're going to do 5-4 tonight, Wednesday night. We rerun this show, the Lang Money Hour, where Smart Money Talks, on Sunday morning from 9 until 10. So if you're listening on Sunday morning, you can also call, leave the message, and we will call you back on Monday. So part of a financial physical, and we were talking about how all of this interacts. You can't just handle one piece. And when you have clients come in, you want to look at all of the information. What do their wills say? What kind of insurance coverage do they have? What's in their retirement funds? So to get a good financial physical, this is what Jim will be offering. A review of your insurance coverage, and that's what we've been talking about for the past hour. A look at estate planning. A look at your retirement planning. Income tax planning. We have some great tax people on staff. Investments. Roth IRA conversion analysis, and explain this one, Jim. You just call it, make sure that you're not going to run out of money. Well, I think I had today (laughs) (laughs) somebody who was just spending way, way too much relative to what they had. And they started talking about all these subtle points, and I said, wait, 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 wait. Before we talk about any subtle points, Roth IRA conversions, wills, or anything else, we have to talk about your spending because... He was spending too much. That will happen. And sometimes right now, people don't know. And and I've had it the other way. I had a client, she was just worried sick about the economy, and she stopped doing anything. She she went to the, she before she went to these adult classes, and she was involved in these activities, and she stopped doing everything. And she came in to see me, and she was all freaked out. And I said, no, you you have more than enough money to pay every everything that you want. So sometimes so you're going to take a look at the t- whole t- t- take package. A, taking a look at what is affordable and what isn't. And let me give l- I'm going to give the phone number, which is four one two five two one two seven three two. The first five people that call and request this financial physical four one two five two one two seven three two. You can dial my extension, which is two one nine, and I will get you in for this whole financial physical. And thank you so much for joining us. We are back in two weeks with one of the world's leading retirement experts, Natalie Schott. Please check the website, retiresecure.com. It's the Lang Money Hour, where smart money talks. Thanks for listening to the Lang Money Hour, where smart money talks. Portions of the audio that you just heard will be posted online at retiresecure.com. You can also find a list of upcoming events and topics at retiresecure.com. To seek Jim's advice personally or to speak to a member of his dedicated staff at Lang Financial Group in Squirrel Hill, call 412-521-2732. Join us again in two weeks when we talk more smart money.